Thank you very much. Um, good morning, everyone. My name is Owen Johansson. This is Patricia. You can... Patricia Sinyangwe, nice to meet you all. We're going to try a dual presentation here, <laughs> very innovative. Um, I think for those of you who don't know what BBC Media or who BBC Media Action are, we are the independent charity of the BBC. Originally, we sprang out of the um, BBC World Service where uh, journalists from the BBC World Service got a lot of requests from, from people all over the world to do training and hence they formed BBC World Service Trust and we are now called BBC Media Action. We are the little known uh, nephew of the BBC. A lot of people within the BBC don't even know who we are, but we are, um, we are growing in size. We, we work in, across 18 countries in the world, um, Asia, Middle East, Africa, and um, in Zambia, where we're working. Um, today is a little bit about most of our work in Zambia is a lot to do with media development, so training, capacity building, this kind of stuff, with a big focus on improving local media's role as a watchdog, holding leaders to account, this kind of thing. Recently, we have also launched into sexual and reproductive health. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, this, this project of ours. We, it's called Tikambe, which means let's talk. Um, it's for young people, it's by young people. Um, the main objective is that, that young people are less vulnerable to sex and reproductive health risks. And how do we do this? We use, and I think this is kind of the innovative way, we've decided it's no good just to do radio. We need to work across all the different platforms that we can. And the innovation is, we, uh, which is slightly different, is that we're working with, a, with an organization called Resist Development to do a lot of um, interpersonal communication. So they go out into the schools, go out into the communities, and do peer-to-peer -peer education. All of this linked up with radio programming, with um, a lot of social media now, and, and TV programming. We do not do anything in-house production. Everything is partner-driven, so we support local partners and in this case, it's Radio Mano, a community radio station, Radio Mukushi, another community radio station, and KNC, which is a commercial station, and then we work with a state broadcaster, ZNBC, which covers the country. We also have a small TV component, mm -hmm. um, and I think the, the, which we'll be showing you a little bit of, of later on in the presentation. Now, the main thing for me is that we've we are pushing the boundaries here. Um, Zambia has, if we go to the next one, okay. if we can. We tested this extensively. Okay. <laughs> Great. Zambia has a huge problem around sexual reproductive health. Um, we have the population demographics are more or less 75% of the population is age 24 and below. The traditional way of dealing, of engaging young people is very, has been very much top-down, so experts, doctors, priests, telling young youngsters what they should and shouldn't be doing. 
which has not been very effective. I, I don't think young people don't engage with it. They're fed up with being told that they're sinners, that they shouldn't have sex, they should abstain, what have you. So we've taken a different approach that as much as is possible without being, being banned from working in Zambia, that we talk about the topics and it's the young people talking about it. So some statistics, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I don't know if you managed to, to catch those statistics. Just to, to put a little bit of a flavor of, of, of what we're dealing with. Yeah. Last year, 1,500 cases of what is called defilement in Zambia, but basically sexual abuse, was recorded in the, in the university teaching hospital, the main hospital in Lusaka. So it's a huge problem. These are only the recorded cases. 10% of young people between 2024 are HIV positive, and 30%, that's the number of teenage girls who are pregnant or have already had a child. So there's a huge lack of information and talk around this, and this is what this, this project has been all about, to talk about some of these difficult topics, get it out there, let the youngsters discuss it amongst themselves, and kind of break some of these taboos. Okay. Yep. Um, so as Soren has said, um, we're supporting um, community radio stations and working with uh, the public broadcasters in NBC. So how we do this is by training, because most of these community radio stations have no staff that are actually trained. So we go into the radio stations and mentor the production teams um, and also provide training um, in SRH, um, radio production. Um, so we are constantly visiting the different radio stations that we're working with. Um, and in addition, um, our approach, peer-to-peer -peer education, we're going in schools, um, young people themselves um, discussing um, topics on SRH with uh, fellow youngsters. Uh, we've trained uh, a number of community volunteers that are working in the d different schools um, in the catchment areas of the radio stations that we're working with. Uh, we believe that young, most young people actually get information on sex from their fellow peers, but unfortunately, most of this information is usually wrong. There are a lot of myths and misconceptions surrounding the information that they get. So we train the youngsters to give accurate information to their peers. Uh, apart from that, we're working with community journalists. Uh, these community journalists uh, are based at the radio station and are part of the production teams that work on the Tikambe shows. And they also are the link between the listener groups, the various listener groups that we've set up um, in the communities, and they input and give feedback to a radio station on what content um, should be on the radio programs, what, what is it that the young people are discussing, what, um, how do they want to hear this information uh, on sexual and reproductive health. Um, and also, in addition, um, for most of the radio programs, in Zambia, um, you find that even if it's a program for the young people, most of these programs are done in studio. You get your expert in to come and talk about, is it condoms or um, anything that surrounds SRH, but that's not how young people want to get that information. So what we're doing mostly is getting the production teams mostly to get in the field, engage with the young people, interact with the young people, give the young people a voice on the various radio programs that we have running um, um, on our community uh, radio stations plus ZNBC. 
And in addition, we also have on-location events where uh, we go into different schools in the, also the community and have young people talk, have an opportunity to interact with, uh, is it the experts in um, anything that's, yeah, that relates to sexual and reproductive health. And also, this is a platform for young people to hold policymakers accountable on various policies that affect them when it comes to um, sexual and reproductive health. So, for young people and by young people, we're just going to play something that um, just give you an idea of the type of work that is being done with our community radio stations. This was done by Mukushi Radio. Welcome back. That was live by Danny Kaya. So, Mr. Conjum, tell us, how do we use you? Well, you use me during sex. When people decide they want to have sex with each other, before it's put inside anywhere, you roll me into the elect penis. Remember, it has to be erect. Be sure to check my expiry date and that there is no hole in my pack first. And make sure you hold my teeth tightly so there is no hair between me and the penis. Okay, that's interesting, Mr. Condom. Tell us more. <laughs> okay, just, just a snippet of what we're doing. But we're trying to be as honest as possible. Um, if you look at Zambia, <laughs> um, Sex is something that um, is not talked about mostly. It's a taboo. So we're trying to cr cross um, those cultural barriers when it comes to discussing um, sex. So we're trying to provoke young people to have that, those discussions. We're trying to provoke parents to talk to their children when it comes to sexual and reproductive health. Next slide. So the other talking about, I mean, in, in, we've talked a lot about different platforms and online and podcasts and, and what have you. In Zambia, by far the biggest um, new audience, where audi young audiences are going to, is Facebook. For me, is this went out on prime time, uh, 9 o'clock Friday evenings on, on the national broadcaster ZNBC. And some of these topics are not spoken about at all. So the sexual abuse, we had a lot of back and forth behind the scenes. Bill said NBC said, and we told them, you have to play this. If you want to serve your public, you have to show this. And finally, they did agree. They got a lot of flack for it. But I think for us, it's a little bit about pushing these boundaries, helping, helping the local media, including the state broadcaster, which traditionally is ultra conservative to push these boundaries if we want to tackle some of these issues. So I just want to play, and it's a little bit of a long one, but give it a chance. This is for the first time in Zambian history on the national broadcaster in prime time, a young girl telling her horrendous story about being sexually abused by her dad. So I'm, yeah, it's not the nicest topic, but I think it's worthwhile showing you at least four or five minutes of it and to get a feel for bearing in mind that this is very conservative. Um, I think even with our radio shows, we're trying as much as possible to get young people to be the ones to tell their stories about issues that are surrounding sex their sexual and reproductive health. And apart from that, um, like Soren said earlier, in Zambia, where most young people are mostly using 
um, social media platforms like Facebook. So we have the Tikambe Natulande Facebook page. This is like a safe haven for young people where they can get information on sexual and reproductive health. And we also link them to service providers or if, for instance, you've been in a situation where you've been abused, where do you go? Uh, we're trying to link them to the people that can help them. Um, although most places, especially in the rural areas, do not really have places that can help the young people. Uh, but we do try to get them to the nearest places, uh, advise them where they can get help. So we get a lot of um, questions in box, where do I go if this has happened to me? And we try them as much as possible to link them to the places that can help them. So we have um, about almost 80,000 likes now, which is for us, I think, um, big, uh, considering that most people don't use social media that much in Zambia. Um, this is from... Um, last year when we started the page. Um, so we use things like cartoons to give them information um, and a lot of other, we try to make it as engaging as possible. Um, so um, I'll leave Soren to talk about the challenges. It hasn't been easy considering the, the topics and that up to now, uh, even with the radio programs, they've been running for quite some time, but we're just getting there in terms of getting the conversation started. And for us, it's just about taking that first step, having young people talking about these issues, coming out to know what, is, what are their rights when it comes to sexual and reproductive health. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked a little bit about the, the challenges before, and I think the main thing is we're up against kind of the establishment, which is... Kind of the religious establishment, the, the political establishment, who, the conservative side of, of society, who do not want this to be spoken about for whatever reason. They find it it's offending, it shouldn't be, if anybody should speak about sex, it should be a medical doctor who should talk in very technical terms that nobody understands. So we've really had... I mean, the Tsikamba radio program on ZNBC was taken off air for two months last year by the director general because he happened to listen in on a program on fistula where the word vagina was mentioned, which is difficult to not to mention if you're talking about fistula, and he found it very offensive. So that one was taken off air for two months. A lot of behind-the-scenes negotiations through the Ministry of Health who in the end basically ordered him to put it back on there because everybody knows that it's a huge problem. Those statistics I mentioned on the first slide or the second slide, these are the reality that the Ministry of Health are dealing with. And without, without this type of programming and without this type of open discussion about these issues, it's not going to be solved. So, and some of the usual stuff style of tone, getting it right, getting it youthful, all of these things that I think everybody has mentioned. How do we do it properly? Because even the media, and including ourselves, the local media that we're working with are traditionalists. Traditional way of doing programming, not thinking out of the box, not really knowing how do we best get young people in, involved in this type of stuff. And then, of course, this the Christian nation, which I, which I talked about, which is not, this is not, I'm not having a go at the Christianity aspect. I think it's just being used in, sometimes as, as kind of a way of censoring a lot of stuff and, 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 and not bringing out the real issues. 
And I think in finally translating some of these, I think that probably goes for a lot of things, translating the English into local languages so that it makes sense. That is a difficult one when it's about sex. That you don't, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. That's it, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, what a very fascinating account um, of tackling some very difficult issues. Uh, questions, points? Um, yes. I'm uh, assuming that if this is a difficult subject to talk about, then same sex sexuality is not spoken about at all. No. That is. No, it's not. That's a short version. It's illegal in Zambia. So we have to be extremely careful how we tackle this sort of thing because that will end up with people being arrested and thrown in jail. And so I think the the way most, I mean, to be honest, we we can't really do it in the in, in the programming because we will be taken off air, we'll be thrown out of the country before we even start it. So what is happening is very much underground. Any support is kind of on the quiet. Not from BBC Media Action, but other NGOs are working more in the quiet, which seems to be acceptable by, by the government. As long as it's not brought out in the, in the kind of in your face, they, they'll turn a blind eye to kind of the quiet, low-key support. But it is a problem. It is a problem. And, it, and I think it's also a problem that there's a lot of support for it being illegal. So even among our partner stations, with, amongst our staff, it's, it's kind of a, a general outlook. Okay. Um, hi. Uh, first of all, thank you for the presentation. Uh, my question is twofold. Uh, the first part is you, you, you touched on it briefly, but I'd like to just uh, ask you, just to, for clarity's sake, how do you navigate all of the, 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 the terrible nature of the content, the events not affecting the area of the world? Um, as I, th I and maybe also Patricia, if you want to come in, but I think that's always with our partners, particularly the, the radio stations and the national broadcasters. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes work being done to kind of pave the way and assure them, and and we do have to compromise once in a while. Which I know I have a few BBC colleagues here, which we are not allowed to do, but we have to do it. Like we had to edit that, and I'm, I made that decision. I thought it was more important that we got that story out rather than whether we edited penis out or whatever it was. So there is compromise. The other thing that we're doing, and that's with our restless development partner, the, the, the youth NGO, they are working directly with traditional leaders, with uh, the religious establishment and also the health clinics to try and make people understand that it's in their best interest to tackle some of these things and to in as, as sensitive as possible a way, way, but still that we need to discuss these things. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe just to add on, even the word itself, tikambi, means let's talk. So um, for us, even though we've, you could be right, we may be talking to a brief wall, but for us, it's important that we spark that debate, get the conversation going. I think that's the first step. 
and I think we're making progress in that and um, that's why even with our program we have to deliberately think about ideas on how we can just get people talking. Yeah, so we give them the, the correct information and get them talking. That's the first step. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, over here and then to Bokum. Um, yes, we have, although um, I think we will get more statistics at the end of the year when we've um, done our final survey. Uh, but we have seen statistics in that, for instance, in Kasama, where it's, 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 um, people don't, it's, it, it's, a very, it's a rural place compared to the city, for, uh, for instance. But we've seen changes in that. Um, we've seen maybe hospitals set up more youth-friendly corners because of the program, you have um, medical uh, officers realizing that, okay, we need places where young people can go and safely talk about um, issues that um, affect their sexual and reproductive health. So that has come up because of the program. So for us, that shows that something is happening on the ground. Yeah. Thanks. I think we're trying to make, like you've said, simplify the big topics. And our, our shows are highly interactive. We, we, we try and have as many components in the program as possible that are suited for young people. So we use radio drama. We have personal stories. We have, if, for instance, you have alcohol and sex as a topic, you have a young person talking about their experience with alcohol, linking it to sex. Um, so we try and, like I said, it's constantly thinking about ideas simplifying it, making it fun as well for young people. So we, we, the, the program itself is a lot of different components engaging young people. We, are try we, we do bring in experts, yes, uh, for that accurate information, but we are trying to move away from making that program where young people are just listening to this expert for a very long time. So we have a lot of different uh, interesting components in the show for young people. Great. Um, I think we have time for one more question at the back there, or, or let's, let me take two at the back, and then John must. Thank you. 
Just speak up a little bit. Okay, let me just take uh, John as the last question and then maybe you can address the two. With the first one, in terms of how we engage young people, like you notice it's for young people, by young people. I think young people relate more when it's a young person speaking to them. But of course, we do have that challenge where even when you go out to speak to a young pe person because they, they know that my mother will be listening, so they try to speak in that way. Uh, but we, we are conscious of that, and we try as much as possible to break those barriers, make it fun. That's why, if you notice in the pictures, it's young people talking to their fellow youths, having fun while doing it, um, at the same time ensuring that uh, we give the young people correct information. Then maybe let me just answer you. Um, with ZNBC, I mean, it is a state broadcaster. Although it's called, it's nominally billed as a public service broadcaster, it's not. It is a state broadcaster, so it's more or less towing the line. On, we have an excellent relationship with them despite this. So, and, and BBC in Zambia is a very strong brand, and, and so we don't really face that problem. They like our content. And, and maybe just to clarify, this is actually, that TV program is ZNBC branded and not BBC branded. So it is their own programming, even though it is us that's provided a, a lot of support and kind of guided the whole thing. Now, just final thing. We have general elections uh, in August 11, where we will be working with ZNBC and the com commercial station, biggest commercial station, on running mate debates and presidential candidate debates. Now, that one is a completely different kettle of fish now, because there, there's a lot of political, potential political interference. So there we have to be a lot more careful and with our engagement with ZNBC in terms of editorial policy. But let's hope it goes okay. Yes, yeah. We're paying for the program. And we're not paying for the program. No. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you very much. That was fascinating. And um, I will certainly take away with me that audio clip of Talking Mr. Condom. It's indeed memorable. <laughs>